Hey Church family, I'm David Russo, and we are beginning our reading of the book of Esther today. Now, the story of Esther is extremely nuanced, it's complex, and it reads like the plotline of a drama movie mixed with a really raunchy reality TV show. Uh, in chapter one today, we find ourselves looking into a feast that King Ahasuerus, uh, so King Ahasuerus is a ruler who is over the territory from Ethiopia to India. So he is controlling a massive chunk of land at this point in history. And King Ahasuerus is throwing a seven-day feast where he invites all of the people of his region to come and basically see how wealthy and how powerful he is. Every single attendee at this seven-day feast for the whole land is given a unique drinking vessel made of gold. So literally, it's a custom-made party gift given to every member that comes to his drinking party. Now, the seven-day feast is following a 180-day feast that he's already been throwing for all of his royal court officials. So he is definitely, King Ahasuerus is definitely trying to prove uh, something to his subjects at this point. Now, on the seventh day of the party, Ahasuerus, who is well past drunk, and who obviously still has something to prove to somebody, he commands that his wife, Queen Vashti, come out wearing her crown and be paraded in front of his guests of honor. Now, Bible commentators believe that when it says he's asking for her to come out wearing a crown, they believe what the text implies is that he's asking that his wife would come out wearing nothing but a crown. Now, Vashti, Queen Vashti, who had been separated from the men up until this point in the story, was throwing another party for the women of the land, and she refuses King Ahasuerus's order to come out and be literally objectified and humiliated in front of a group of drunk men. Just let that sink in, what the king is asking of his wife at this point, just to come out and literally be paraded as a object or a trophy in front of a group of drunk men. It's, it's terrible. Now, when Queen Vashti refuses, King Ahasuerus has his pride hurt, and he turns to his wise men, and he asks them, what should I do to respond to my wife's insubordination? The result is that Queen Vashti is locked up, she's silenced, and a command is given throughout all of Ahasuerus' territory that the men of the house, the men of the homes, should be treated like masters. Every man should be the master of his own house. And the stage is set for Ahasuerus to begin looking for a new wife to replace Queen Vashti. And that is how the story of Esther is set up for us. The search for Esther begins on the back of this just tragic story. Now, as we've said, the book of Esther is very complex. It's nuanced and it's unique. It's a book that actually never mentions God even once. So this is a book that is in the Bible that doesn't mention God one time. He's a silent character throughout the entire story. Now, as I was reading this story, I couldn't help but notice that Queen Vashti is another silent character in the story. Queen Vashti is never given a voice. She's put away and she's silenced by her husband. And it's not until Esther actually finds her voice and intervenes to save the Jewish people who were going to be killed by King Ahasuerus because he was again listening to his wise men. It's not until Esther finds her own voice 
and gives good counsel to the king, and he receives and listens to that counsel, that the plot pivots and the people of Israel are saved. The whole mess of this story may never have happened if King Ahasuerus would have listened and watched how his first wife, Queen Vashti, was actually acting with more honor than he was at the very beginning. The Apostle Peter highlights this value in 1 Peter chapter 3, verse 7, saying, Husbands, likewise, dwell with your wives with understanding, giving honor to the wife as to the weaker vessel, being heirs together with them of the grace of life, so that your prayers may not be hindered. Look at that cause and effect there. Husbands, understand your wives. Dwell with them in an understanding way. Honor them. As they may be physically weaker than you in some ways, they are no less deserving of honor and the grace of life. They are co-heirs together with you of the grace of life. Church family, I wonder if King Ahasuerus would have honored his wife and if he would have listened to his wife in the way that she was trying to be more honorable than he was, would God still have remained so silent throughout the book of Esther? King Ahasuerus silenced his wife, and we read through the book of Esther about a God who is silently absent from most of the story. His voice is not heard in a very clear and direct way. Husbands, do this so that your prayers may not be hindered. Church family, I just encourage, I remind us, I challenge us again. Let us dwell in our marriages. Let us dwell with our wives, with understanding and with honor, so that our prayers may not be hindered and that the voice of God may not be more silenced in our lives. God bless you today.